reproductive system gametogenesis ovarian and menstrual cycles introduction the term reproduction means formation of new living organisms that closely resembles the parents the purpose of reproduction is maintenance and propagation of a species it requires the presence of dimorphic gametes in higher animals it is accomplished by in higher organisms or animals it is accomplished by separate male and female sexual organs the process involves in reproduction are complicated the gametes or germ cells are produced in the gonads testis in male and ovaries in female the male gametes are called spermatozoa and female gamete the ova at the time of sexual intercourse the male gametes are introduced into the female reproductive tract where fertilization fusion of male and female gametes takes place this initiates the development of new individual the embryo that grows for the to be called as fetus the growth and development of fertilized egg in the female reproductive system is called pregnancy The woman who bears the fertilized eggs that grows for a period of 10 lunar months is called pregnant woman. At the end of growth period the fetus is delivered and is nourished by mother's milk for a certain period which is called as lactation. Male reproductive system it consists of external and internal genital organs. External genital organs include penis, scrotum and its contents. Internal genital organs include the gonads, the duct system, and accessory sex organs. Male organs of reproduction and their functions are gonads. These are a pair of organs known as testes (plural) and testes (singular). The gonads produce male sex cells and secrete male hormones, the testosterone. duct system it includes epididymis vas deferens ejaculatory duct and urethra that extends from the testis to penis copulatory organ and assist in storage maturation and transport of male sex cells accessory sex glands these include seminal vesicle prostate and bulbar urethral glands these secrete fluids that help in nutrition and transport of sperms contraction of a smooth muscle that is present in these glands causes a thorough mixture of secretions of accessory glands and spermatozoa which is known as semen penis it is muscular and highly vascular organ that ejaculate or deposit spermatozoa into the vagina of female during sexual intercourse scrotum the testis is located in the scrotum it protects the testis and maintains the temperature suitable for spermatogenesis testis testis is oval in shape and it's suspended in scrotal sac by a spermatic cord it is obliquely oriented in scrotal sac its upper end is connected to head of epididymis by efferent ductules and is overlapped by it lower end is connected to tail of epididymis by areolar tissue the lateral surface is overlapped by body of epididymis in its posterior part testis is covered by three covering from outside inward these are tunica vaginalis serous layer tunica albuginea fibrous capsule and tunica vasculosa vascular membrane tunica vaginalis tunica albuginea and tunica vasculosa 
The tunica albuginea is thickened on the posterior aspect of the testis to form an incomplete partition called the mediastinum testis. From the anterior surface of mediastinum, number of septa extends into the substance of testis and divide it into 250 to 300 lobules. Lobule of testis. Each lobule contains two to four highly coiled seminiferous tubules that form the exocrine part of the testis and interstitial cells of leading between them form the endocrine part. The spermatozoa are produced in seminiferous tubules and the process is known as spermatogenesis. Seminiferous tubule Seminiferous tubules are structural and functional unit of testis. Each seminiferous tubule when uncoiled is about 70 to 80 cm 2 feet in length. It consists of coiled part in front and straight part behind. The straight part extends to mediastinum of testis where it joins with adjacent tubules and form a plexiform network in mediastinum known as rete testis. About 10 to 20 efferent ductules arise from rete testis and enter the head of epididymis. Seminiferous tubule Microscopic structure Each seminiferous tubule is covered by basement membrane externally. Internally, it is lined by complex stratified epithelium composed of two main types of cells, the spermatogenic cells and supporting cells of Sertoli. Spermatogenic cells are given different names in different stages of development. Stem cells are known as spermatogonia that develop from primordial germ cell PGC. At puberty, the spermatogonia starts maturing, maturing into primary spermatocyte, secondary spermatocyte, and spermatids and spermatozoa. The spermatozoa are released into the lumen of seminiferous tubules. Within the basement membrane, the spermatogenic cells are arranged in several, several layers. An outer layer of cuboidal cells with small nuclei enlarged to form spermatogonia. Large polyhedral cells with clear nuclei in two or three layers form the spermatocytes, primary and secondary. By meiotic division, the primary spermatocytes give rise to the secondary spermatocytes. Secondary spermatocytes undergo another maturation division to form spermatids that metamorphose into spermatozoa. The spermatozoa occupy the luminal aspect of the seminiferous tubules. Sertoli cells they are polyhedral cells situated between the spermatogonic cells. They extend from the basement membrane to the lumen of the seminiferous tubule. Each is fixed to the basal lamina of seminiferous epithelium. The nucleus is situated towards the basal part of the cells. It forms an elaborate system of thin processes that extends to the lumen. The spermatogenic cells lie in the deep depressions formed by Sertoli cells. Sertoli cells provide nutrition to the developing spermatozoa. Phagocytos, the excess cytoplasm of spermatids, control the movement and release of spermatogenic cells and produce the hormone inhibin. Leading cells. These are large polyhedral cells of 14 to 21 micron diameter lying in connective tissue between the seminiferous tubules. The cells contain fat, phospholipids and vitamin C and secretes the male hormone testosterone.
The function of testosterone is to stimulate development of male genitalia, maintenance of spermatogenesis, formation and maturation of spermatozoa, development and maturation of secondary sexual characters like growth of beard, male type of hair distribution and male voice. Female reproductive system it consists of external and internal genital organs. External genital organs are collectively known as vulva. Internal genital organs include the ovaries, uterine fallopian tubes, uterus, and vagina. Female organs of reproductions and their functions are gonads, two in number and are known as ovary, plural or ovaries in plural and ovary in singular. The ovaries produce female sex cells, oocytes, and secrete female hormone estrogen and progesterone, inhibin and relaxin. The uterine tube or oviduct transports the oocyte to the uterus and is the seat of fertilization. These are a pair of ducts that convey sperm to reach an ovum and, and transport secondary oocytes from ovary to uterine tube for fertilization and fertilize ovum from uterine tube to uterine cavity. The uterine tube presents two openings and four parts. The two openings are uterine ostium by means of which it communicates with the uterus and the abdominal pelvis ostium through which it communicates with the periosteal cavity. The margin of pelvis ostium presents finger-like processes called fimbri. From medial to lateral, it presents four parts, intramural, isthmus, ampulla, infundibulum. Ampulla is the widest and longest part of the uterine tube where fertilization takes place. The funnel-shaped lateral end of tube is called infundibulum, intramural, isthmus, ampulla, and infundibulum. The uterus is the seat of implantation of fertilized ovum, growth of embryo and fetus during pregnancy and delivery of fetus at labor. Vagina is an in intermittent organ that receives penis during copulation and is the site of release of sperms. It is a passage for childbirth. Ovaries. Ovaries are almond-shaped structure. They are intraperitoneal organ and dull gray in color. Before puberty, the structure is smooth. Afterward, due to repeated evolution, the surface becomes irregular. They are located one on either side of uterus below and behind the corresponding uterine tube. They are attached to the posterior layer of broad ligament. Each ovary presents two ends, two broad and two surfaces. The tubal end is close to the fimbri of the uterine tube and is attached along with uterine tube to the lateral pelvic wall by suspensory ligaments of ovary. The uterine end is connected to the uterus by ligament of ovary. Ovaries produce the female gamete, the oocytes that develops into ova. They produce the female sex hormones, the progesterone and estrogen that are required for maturation of gametes, receptive uterine endometrium for implantation of fertilized ovum and growth of embryo and fetus. Microscopic structure. The surface of ovary is covered by simple cuboidal epithelium known as germinal epithelium. Underneath the germinal epithelium is a capsule 
of dense connective tissue known as tunica albuginea. The substance of ovary is divided into outer cortex and inner medulla. The inner medulla contains loose connective tissue, blood vessels, lymphatics, and nerves. The outer cortex contains connective tissue, stroma, and ovarian follicles. Cortex of ovary is the seat of cyclic changes known as ovarian cycle. During the reproductive stage of the female, it contains ovarian follicles in different stages of development. The formation of gametes in female gonads is called oogenesis and development of ovarian follicle is known as folliculogenesis. The morphology and morphometry of ovarian follicles varies at different periods of life, prenatal, prepubertal, reproductive and menopausal. Uterus. Uterus is a hollow pear-shaped muscular organ where the embryo or fetus develops. It has three parts, the fundus, the bodyx, and the cervix. The dome-shaped upper part above the opening of uterine tube is the fundus. Body is the main part that presents a cavity where the fetus grows. Cervix is the long cylindrical part that projects into the vagina. The wall of the uterus is made up of three layers. The outermost layer of perimetrium is made up of peritoneum. The main thickness of the wall is made up of smooth muscle. This is the myometrium and is highly vascular. The muscle fiber run in different directions with each one having functional role. And during pregnancy, these fibers undergo hypertrophy and hyperplasia. The innermost layer corresponding to mucous membrane is for endometrium. It is this layer which undergoes cyclic changes called menstrual cycle. To understand the menstrual cycle, it is necessary to know the structure of uterus. The constituents of endometrium are as follows. The epithelium lining the surface of endometrium is columnar. The stroma fills the interval between surface epithelium and myometrium. It contains numerous simple tubular glands, uterine glands that secrete mucus. The atria that supply the endometrium tends to run vertically towards the surface. Some of these run spirally and supply the whole thickness of the endometrium while others that remain straight are confined to the basal part. Gametogenesis The process of formation of gamete is called gametogenesis. The gametes are derived from primordial germ cells, primitive sex cells. Primordial germ cell PGC or primitive sex cells gametes are derived from PGC during fourth week of development. The PC, PGC appear in the wall of yolk sac from which they migrate to the developing gonad from the silomic epithelium and adjacent mesenchyme. The PGC undergo mitotic division during their migration resulting in increase in their number. Endometrium, myometrium, perimetrium, serosa, arcuate artery, uterine artery, straight artery, radial artery, outer longitudinal, middle circular, inner reticular, spiral artery, uterine gland, lining epithelium, mucosa. Direction of muscle fiber layer, function, outer longitudinal, expulsion of content, middle circular, retention of products of conception, inner reticular, living ligature of uterus. Lining epithelium, uterine gland, spiral artery, straight artery, myometrium, endometrium. 
डेफिनेशन गैमेटोजेनेसिस कैन बी डिफाइंड एज अ प्रोसेस ऑफ कन्वर्जन ऑफ प्राइमोडिया और प्रोमेटिव जर्म सेल्स एंड देयर मैचुरेशन इन मेल एंड फीमेल गैमेट्स इन मेल इट इज कॉल्ड द स्परमैरोजेनेसिस एंड इट टेक्स प्लेस इन सेमेरीफेरस टिब्यूल्स ऑफ टेस्टिस इन फीमेल इट इज कॉल्ड ओजेनेसिस एंड इट टेक्स प्लेस इन कॉटेक्स ऑफ ओवर द डिफरेंस इन गैमेटोजेनेसिस बिटवीन मेल एंड फीमेल्स आर प्रेजेंटेड इन टेबल different events in gametogenesis the process of gametogenesis includes formation and migration of primary primordial germ cells and their differentiation into male or female sexes mitotic division of germ cells meiotic reduction in dna or chromosome content of the germ cells differentiation and maturation of germ cells Phase one and two are similar in both sexes, whereas timing and clutch pattern of phase three and four differ. The pri- primordial germ cells are formed in the ectoderm or epiblast of the mylamellar germ disk of human embryo during second week of development. They move to the wall of yolk sac by fourth week. By fifth week, they reach the developing gonad. Gonadal differentiation occurs in four different. Four in the sixth week, the PGC undergo repeated mitotic division during their journey. The decision to develop into a male sex cells spermatogonia and development of testes or female sex sex organ cells oogonia and ovary development depends on their own cell sex chromosome constitution and on the sex determining region of Y S R Y gene on the Y chromosomes. Spermatogenesis and oogenesis differentiation. Spermatogenesis constitute process from puberty to death. Oogenesis cyclic from puberty to the menopause. Spermatogenesis absence before puberty. Oogenesis starts before puberty intrauterine life. Spermatogenesis number of gametes released are 200 to 300 million per ejaculation. In oogenesis 400 to 500 mature ova are released during reproductive life spermatogenesis meiosis 1 results in two secondary spermatocytes from one primary spermatocyte oogenesis meiosis 1 results in one secondary oocyte from one primary oocyte spermatogenesis meiosis 2 results in four spermatids from one primary spermatocyte oogenesis meiosis 2 results in one ovum from one primary oocyte spermatogenesis relatively short diploteen stage oogenesis prolonged diploteen stage spermatogenesis four gametes are of equal size oogenesis one large gamete ovum and two third polar bodies spermatogenesis participates in fertilization only after completion of meiosis oogenesis participates in fertilization before completion of meiosis spermatogenesis when the primary spermatocytes divides its cytoplasm is equally distributed between the two secondary spermatocytes form oogenesis when the primary oocytes divide almost all its cytoplasm goes to the daughter cell which forms the secondary oocyte the other daughter cell first polar body receives half the chromosome half of the chromosomes of the primary oocyte but almost no cytoplasm spermatogenesis most cytoplasm itself from spermatogen oogenesis cytoplasm is conserved in the ovum 
now we will see the spermatogenesis definition it is the process of maturation of male gamete in the wall of seminiferous tubules it involves a series of changes leading to conversion of spermatogonia into spermatozoa time in male the formation of gametes spermatozoa takes place only during the reproductive period which begins at the age of puberty that is 12 to 16 years and constitute even into older age duration 64 to 74 days 74 days you have to learn the period of spermatogenesis 74 days stages if we look at one of the seminiferous tubules under a microscope we find that there are many cells of different sizes and shapes most of these represent stages in the formation of spermatozoa but some called sertoli cells have only a supporting function the various cell stages in spermatogenesis are spermatocytosis meiosis and spermiogenesis these stages can be described as follows spermatocytosis it is the process of conversion of spermatogonia to primary spermatocytes it takes 16 days it is repeated mitotic division formation of stem cells the primary gonadal cells give rise to spermatogonial stem cells cell growth from these stem cells a group of cells are formed at regular intervals and are called type a spermatogonia production of type a spermatogonia marks the beginning of spermatogenesis mitotic divisions type a spermatogonia 44 plus x plus y undergo limited number of mitotic divisions and form a clone of cells the last division of cell become type b spermatogonia the type a spermatogonia are dark and type b are pale in color type a spermatogonia are reserve cells the spermatogonia type b 44 plus x plus y enlarge or undergo mitosis to form primary spermatocytes meiotic divisions it is the process of conversion of primary spermatocytes to secondary spermatocytes and then spermatids it takes 24 days the primary spermatocytes 44 plus x plus y now divide so that each of them forms two secondary spermatocytes this is the first meiotic division it reduces the number of chromosomes to half each secondary spermatocytes has 22 plus x or 22 plus y chromosomes it divides to form two spermatids this is the second meiotic division at this time there is no reduction in chromosome number it is called equational meiosis these occurs balancing of species specific chromosome number and dna content by reduction and equational mitosis equational divisions spermatogonia 44 plus xy mitosis 44 plus xy dark type a 44 plus xy light type b light type b 44 plus xy primary spermatocyte undergo meiotic division first to form 22 plus x or 22 plus y secondary spermatocytes 22 plus x forms undergo meiosis to to form 22 plus x 22 plus x 22 plus y undergo meiotic division 2 to form 22 plus y and 22 plus y therefore four spermatids are formed 
and they are transformed into spermatozoa by the process of spermiogenesis and they are released from the seminiferous tubule is called spermiation spermiogenesis it is the process of metamorphosis of spermatids to a spermatozoa and takes 24 days the process by which a spermatid 22 plus x or 22 plus y gradually changes its shape to become a spermatozoon is called spermiogenesis or spermato spermatilioses it is the final stage in the maturation of spermatids into mature motile spermatozoa the spermatid is a more or less circular cell containing a nucleus golgi apparatus centriole and mitochondria all these components take part in forming the spermatozoon major events in spermatogenesis <coughs> nuclear morphogenesis and condensation formation of tail formation of acrosome rearrangements of organelles mitochondria centrioles shedding of excess cytoplasm various process in spermatogenesis nucleus condensation of nucleus and its movement to one pole forms the head golgi apparatus the golgi apparatus is transformed into acrosomic cap acrosomal caps covers two third of the nucleus centrosome the centriole divide into two parts that are at first close together <coughs> The proximal centriole becomes spherical and comes to lie in the neck. The axial filaments appear to grow out of it. Distal centriole forms the distal end of middle piece that is annulus. Centrioles are concerned for movement. Mitochondria form a spiral sheath around the middle piece. The part of the axial filaments between the neck and the annulus becomes surrounded by mitochondria and together with them forms the middle piece. the remaining parts of the axial filament elongate to form the principal piece and the tail cytoplasm most of it is shed as residual bodies of the rignot and are engulfed by sertoli cells cell membrane persists as a covering for the spermatozoon presents specialization for fertilization that includes sperm egg recombination sperm egg binding sperm egg fusion difference between spermatogenesis and spermiogenesis spermatogenesis is a complete process of formation of a spermatozoon from a spermatogonium it includes the first and second meiotic divisions and spermiogenesis on the other hand spermiogenesis is the process of transformation of a rounded spermatid into a spermatozoon maturation and capacitation of a spermatozoon When first formed in seminiferous tubules, spermatozoa are immature. They are non-motile and incapable of fertilizing an ovum. A current of fluid in seminiferous tubules carries spermatozoa from the testes to the epididymis. Here they are stored and undergo maturation. As spermatozoa passes through the epididymis, they undergo a process of maturation. Changes take place in glycoproteins or the plasma membrane covering the sperm head. Spermatozoa acquire some motility after maturation, but become fully motile only after ejaculation when they get mixed with secretions from the prostate and seminal vesicles.
spermatozoa acquire the ability to fertilize an ovum only after they have been in female genital tract for some time. This final step in their maturation is called capacitation. In the process of capacitation, the glycoprotein coat and seminal proteins lying on the surface of the spermatozoon are altered. Spermatozoa usually undergo capacitation in the uterus or uterine tube under the influence of substance secreted by the female genital tract. When a sperms come in contact with zona pellucida, changes take place in the membrane over the acrosome and enable release of lysosomal enzymes. This is called the acrosome reaction. Some enzymes help in digestion the zona pellucida and in penetration of the spermatozoa through it. Changes in the properties of zona pellucida constitute the zona reaction. Structure of a mature spermatozoon. Spermatozoon is highly specialized, free swimming, actively motile cell. The spermatozoon has a head, a neck, a middle piece, and a principal piece or tail. And as the filament passes through the middle piece and extends into the tail, the spermatozoon measures about 60 micrometer in length. Head. The head of the human spermatozoon is pyriform in shape and measures 4 micrometer in length. It is derived from the nucleus which consists of 23 highly condensed chromosomes. The chromatin in the head of the spermatozoon is extremely condensed. This makes the head highly resistant to various physical stresses. The chemical basis for condensation is the replacement of the stone by proteins. The head is covered by a cap-like structure called the acrosome, also called the acrosomic cap or glia capitis. Glia capitis, acrosomic cap or glia capitis. The acrosome contains enzymes that help in penetration of spermatozoon into the ovum during fertilization. Neck. The neck is narrow. It consists of funnel-shaped basal body and a spherical centrioid. The basal body is also called the connecting piece because it helps to establish an intimate union between the head and the remainder of the spermatozoon. The basal body is made up of nine segmented rod-like structures on a proximal side towards the head of the spermatozoon. The basal body has a convex articular surface which fits into a disc implantation fossa in the head middle piece and the principal piece the axial filament begins just behind the centrioid it passes through the middle piece and most of the tail at the point where the middle piece joins the tail the axial filament passes through a ring like structure called the annulus the part of the axial filament which lies in the middle piece is surrounded by a spiral sheet made up of mitochondria. The axial filament is really composed of several fibrils arranged as illustrated in figure 3.12 that is coarse petal fibrous sheet, doublet, plasma membrane, 9 plus 2 arrangement. There is a pair of central fibrils surrounded by 9 pairs doublets arranged in a circle around the central pair. In addition to the doublets, the axial filaments contain 9 coarse petal shaped fibrils, one such fibril lying just outside each doublet. The whole system of fibrils is kept in position by a series of coverings. Immediately outside the fibril, there is a fibrous sheath 
In the region of middle base, the fibrous sheet is surrounded by spirally arranged mitochondria. Finally, the entire spermatozoon is enclosed in a plasma membrane. Now we are going to see oogenesis. Definition The process of maturation and differentiation of primary gonadal cells to oogonia, primary oocytes, secondary oocytes, and to mature ova in the female genital tract. Location Ovarian cortex. Peculiarities of oogenesis Starts before birth, 10th week. Stops in the middle, births to puberty. Restarts at puberty, 11 to 13 years. Continues up to menopause 45 to 55 years processes the various processes in oogenesis are mitosis meiosis growth of follicles differentiation of follicles the cortex contains many large round cells called oogonia all the oogonia to be utilized throughout the life of a ovum are produced at a very early stage possibly before birth and do not do not multiply thereafter. On arrival in the gonad, the primordial germ cells differentiate into oogonia. The oogonia pass through the stages of primary and secondary oocyte and ovum. Oogenesis at different phases of life and flowchart can be described as before birth, after third month, the PGCs undergo mitosis to form oogonia. This occurs in the absence of testicular differentiation factor TDF. Before 7 months, the oogonia continues to divide mitotically. The oogonia are surrounded by a layer of flat epithelial cells. Some of the oogonia enlarge to form primary oocytes. 7 months to birth, formation of primordial polygons, primary oocyte with its surrounding flat epithelial cells and multiplication of primary oocytes to produce millions of germ cells occur. Primary oocyte interprophase 1 of meiosis 1. At that phase, the meiosis is arrested by oocyte maturation inhibitor OMI factor. The oogonia are deployed in chromosome content. Many of these oogonia and primary oocytes degenerate before birth, birth to puberty. There will be both maturation and degeneration of primordial follicles, resulting in reduction in the number of primary oocytes. At the time of birth, all primary oocytes are in a prophase of postmeiotic division. At birth, Two lakh primary oocytes in the primordial follicles are present in each ovary. Instead of entering metaphase, the primary oocyte enter prolonged resting or deploting stage. After puberty, cyclic preparation for fertilization is known as ovarian cycle. From the time of birth to puberty, there is degeneration of number of primary oocytes. The rest of the primary oocytes remains in prophase and do not complete their postmeiotic divisions until they de begin to mature and are ready to ovulate. The postmeiotic division of a primary oocyte produces two unequal daughter cells. Each daughter cell has the haploid number of chromosome 23. Haploid number of chromosomes 23. The large cells which receives most of the cytoplasm is called secondary oocyte, and the smaller cell is known as the first polar body. The secondary oocytes immediately enter the second meiotic 
cell division. Ovulation takes place within the oocyte is in metaphase. The secondary oocyte remains arrested in metaphase till fertilization occurs. The second meiotic division is completed only if fertilization occurs. This division results in two unequal daughter cells. The large cell is called ovum. The smaller daughter cell is called the second polar body. The first polar body may also divide during the second meiotic division, making a total of three polar bodies. If fertilization does not occur, the secondary oocyte fails to complete the second meiotic division and degenerate about 24 hours after ovulation. Reproductive phase in an individual, the formation of gamete takes place only during the reproductive period, which begins at the age of puberty, 10 to 40 years. In women, it ends between the age of 45 years and 50 years, but in male or men, it can continue till the age of 60 or more. The period of a woman's life in which she can bear children is during the reproductive period. The most obvious feature of this period is a monthly flow of blood from the uterus that is referred to as menstruation or menses. The onset of menstruation takes place at about 12 years of age. Menstruation ceases to occur at about 45 years of age and this is referred to as menopause. The monthly menstruation is the external manifestation of a series of cyclic changes taking place in the uterus. These changes constitute the menstrual cycle. Simultaneously, changes, cyclic changes also take place in the ovaries and these constitute the ovarian cycle. The most important event in ovarian cycle is ovulation. During the reproductive life of a female in each month, menstrual cycle, several primary and secondary follicles start developing but only one reaches maturity for release of ovum in that cycle. The process of fusion of a sperm and ovum is known as fertilization. If fertilization does not take place, the secondary oocytes degenerates. The secondary oocyte at fertilization completes its meiosis too. In each menstrual cycle, 5 to 30 primary oocytes in primordial follicles starts maturing, but only one of them reaches maturity and is ovulated and the remaining degenerate. During the entire reproductive life of a female, around only around 400 ova are discharged out of 40,000 primary oocytes available. Ovarian Cycle Definition Cyclic changes in ovary during 28 days of reproductive cycle, terminating in release of single mature ovum ovulation under the influence of anterior pituitary gonadotropins hormones, follicular stimulating hormone FSH, and luteinizing hormone LH. Phages It includes pre ovulatory, ovulatory, and post ovulatory phages. Pre ovulatory phage. In a 28-day reproductive cycle, this extends from the 5th to 14th day up to ovulation. This phase lasts for 8 to 10 days and may vary from 10 to 25 days depending on the length of reproductive cycle. During this phase, under the influence of FSH, 
in earlier stages and both FSH and LH of anterior pituitary in la later stages 10 to 15 primordial follicle starts maturation process known as folliculogenesis but only one follicle matures fully while others undergo degeneration or atresia at different stages of development. Folliculogenesis Definition It is the process of maturation of ovarian follicles. The various types of follicles that are formed during this process of maturation are primordial, primary, secondary, vascular, tertiary and mature. Primordial follicle the ovaria are surrounded by stromal cells. Some cells of the stroma become flattened and surround a primary oocyte. These flattened cells ultimately form the ovarian follicle and are therefore called the ovarian follicular cells. Each primary oocyte covered by a single layer of flattened follicular cells known as primordial follicle. The follicle cells protect the ova and form different types of follicles with progress in their development. Both primary oocyte and granulosa cells are covered by a thin basement membrane. The primordial follicles are the basic reproductive units at puberty. These are seen in the deeper part of the cortex of developing ovary. These are formed during intrauterine life by the conversion of ovonia around 10th week of development. The division of primary oocyte is arrested until puberty by oocyte maturation inhibition OMI factor produced by the follicular cells that surrounds the oocyte. At birth, approximately 2 lakh primary oocytes in primordial follicles are present in each ovary. From the time of birth to puberty, there is degeneration of number of primary oocytes, resulting in reduction in their number to 40,000. 60 to 80,000 females. Of these 40,000 that were present at puberty, around 400 to 450 matured during the reproductive cycle of a female and released the ova. The remaining primary oocyte undergo atresia or degeneration at different phases of maturation. Primary follicles. The oocyte resumes and completes its first meiotic division when it starts maturing after puberty and is preparing for evolution. From puberty to menopause, that is during the reproductive period of a female, under the influence of pituitary gonadotropin hormones LH and FSH, several primordial follicles, 10 to 50 numbers, starts maturing in each month to be converted to primary follicle. Each primary follicle consists of primary oocytes surrounded by a layer of cuboidal or local human or follicular cells. The growing follicle Primary follicle Jona Palosuida follicular cells basement membrane Primordial follicle oocyte nucleus and follicular cells The growing primary follicles forms a homogeneous layer of glycoprotein in between follicular cells and the primary oocyte known as Jona Palosuida. Jona Palosuida is formed follicular cells and basement membrane. In between follicular cells and primary oocytes known as Jona Palosuida.
secondary or multilaminar follicle. The follicular cells undergo mitotic division and form several layers of follicular cells surrounding the primary oocyte, forming a multilayered stratum granulosum. The primary oocytes increase in size up to 40 microns. Its nucleus is large and vascular. The follicular cells are now called as granulosa cells. The primary oocytes receives its nutrition from the granulosa up to puberty. Pre-antral follicle fluid-filled spaces appear between granulosa cells and such follicles is known as pre-antral follicle. The fluid is secreted by granulosa cells. Tertiary antral follicle with the growth of the follicle, fluid-filled spaces between granulosa cells collapse and form a bigger cavity known as follicular antrum. Pushing the primary oocyte with surrounding granulosa cells, the fluid that is filled the antrum is called liquor folliculi and is secreted by granulosa cells. Because of the proliferation of granulosa cells, the size of follicles increases. Mature or graphene follicle About seventh day of the sexual cycle of the tertiary follicle increases in size in response to the FSH and LH and forms the large mature follicle that is known as graphene follicle. Remaining follicle degenerate and become atritic. A thinly mature graphene follicle is about 3 to 5 micrometer in, in mm, 3 to 5 mm in size. It reaches the periphery of the cortex and starts projecting onto the surface of the ovary. The follicular antrum is filled with fluid pushing the primary oocyte with a layer of covering cells to one side of the follicle. The layer of the cells immediately surrounding the oocytes and rolla pellucida are called corona radiata cells. The projection of the granulosa cells covering the primary oocyte projecting into the follicular antrum is called cumulus oophorus. The projection of the granulosa cells covering the primary oocyte projecting into the follicular antrum is called cumulus oophorus. Theta externa, theta interna. Discus prolegerus, Jona pellucida, oocyte, membrane granulosa, cumulus ophorus, mature graphene follicle. The projection of the graphene cells covering the primary oocyte projecting into the follicular antrum is called cumulus ophorus. The area of attachment of primary oocytes and corona radiata to the wall of follicle is called discus prolegerus. Discus prolegerus is the area of attachment of the primary oocytes and corona radiata to the wall of the follicles. As the follicle expands, the stroma cells surrounding the membrane granulosa become condensed to form a covering called the theca interna. Theca means cover. Theca interna increases in thickness and become more vascular. The cells of the theca interna later secretes a hormone called estrogen and then are then called the cells of the thecal gland. Outside the theca interna, some fibrous tissue becomes condensed to form another covering for the follicle called the theca externa. The ovarian follicle is now fully formed. The follicle gradually increases in size and finally bursts and expels the ovum. The process of shedding of the ovum is called ovulation. Just before ovulation, 
ovulation, the primary oocyte of the mature rapid follicle completes first meiotic division and forms secondary oocyte and the first polar body. Hormonal control of ovarian cycle and uterine cycle are repeated. Okay. Now the ovulatory phase. The diploid 46 chromosome primary oocytes in the mature graphian follicle completes its meiosis 1, forming two cells of unequal size, each with haploid number of chromosome 23. The first smaller cell is called the first polar body, the large cell is called the secondary oocyte, and at this stage the meiosis 2 begins, but it is stopped in metaphase 2. At this stage, the mature follicle ruptures and releases the secondary oocyte. Ovulation The shedding of the ovum from ovary is called ovulation. The ovarian follicle is at first very small compared to the thickness of the cortex of the cells. As it enlarges, the mature graphene follicles become so thin. So, so big that it is not only reaches the surface of the ovary but also forms a bulging in this situation. Ultimately, the follicle ruptures and the ovum are set from the ovary. Just before ovulation, the follicles may have a diameter of 50 micrometer. The stroma and theca on this side of the follicle become very thin. An avascular area stigma appears over the most convex part of the follicle. At the same time, the cells of the cumulus uterus become loosened by accumulation of intercellular fluid between them. During the ovulation process, there is a rupture of mature follicle and release of secondary oocyte in metaphase of second meiotic division. At ovulation, the secondary oocyte is released from the surface of ovary into the pelvic cavity together with the first polar body and corona radiata cells. The ovulated oocytes within its surrounding cells swims towards the fimbrial end of, over of the fallopian tube. In the ampulla of fallopian tube, several sperm surrounds the secondary oocyte with its enclosed corona radiata cells. One sperm penetrates the various barriers surrounding the secondary oocyte. This initiates resuming of meiosis II of secondary oocyte. Stages of meiosis at ovulation. Completion of meiosis 1 resulting in secondary oocyte and first polar body. Stages of meiosis at ovulation. Completion of meiosis 1 results in secondary oocyte and the first polar body. Time of ovulation 14 days plus minus 1 day before the onset of next menstrual cycle. Sequence of events occurring during ovulation can be summarized as follows. Peak level of FSH and surge of LH bring about changes in graphene follicle. Changes in the liquor folliculi within the follicle. Appearance of perivitelline space within Withdrawal of process of follicular cells resulting in homogeneous zona pellucida. Follicular cells showing increased activity. Mature follicles reaching surface of ovary. Lugening of the cumulus cells with accumulation of intercellular fluid and separation of cells from follicular wall. Stigma formation. 
ischemia and bulging of follicular wall, marked thinning and separation of supporting collagen fibers and cell layers of stigma with increase in collagenolytic enzymes in liquor and stigma tissue. This results in rupture of follicle. Shedding of secondary oocyte with first polar body enclosed in perivitelline space and zona pellucida and surrounded by the cells of corona radiata into the peritoneal cavity near the fabricated end of fallopian tube. Entry of released ovum into the fallopian tube is at its fabricated end. The following factors may lead to evolution. Evolution occurs due to high concentration of luteinizing hormone LH in blood just before ovulation. Ovulation at high concentration of LH leads to increased activity of the enzyme collagenase which in turn digests the collagen fibers surrounding the follicle. Increase in concentration of prostaglandins causes concentration contraction of a smooth muscle in the wall of the ovary. The increased pressure of the fluid in the follicle cavity is also a significant factor for evolution to occur. However, the enzymatic digestion of the follicular wall seems to be main factor responsible for evolution. Population Clinical Correlation Detection Time of Evolution Ovulation Basal Body Temperature Recording it falls 0.3 to 0.5 degrees Celsius just before ovulation and increases slightly thereafter. Time of ovulation can be determined by recording the morning temperature during mid-cycle. Inometrial biopsy to observe changes specific for ovulation under the influence of progesterone. Observation of cervical mucus. It is sticky and presents fern pattern. Hormonal estimation, blood, progesterone, estrogen, FSH, and LS estimation during the mid-cycle increased LH and estrogen and decreased FSH at the time of ovulation can are increased progesterone after ovulation. Ultrasonography, process of ovulation can be recorded, corpus luteum detection in ovary, uterine bleeding, intramensural occurs. Vaginal sphere increase cornification of mucosa, metal smudge, mid-cycle pain. Metal smudge is mid-cycle pain. Condition affecting ovulation, age. And ovulatory cycles are common before puberty, initial cycle after puberty, after menopause, pregnancy, lactation, diseases, nutritional, endocrine, and emotional, environmental extremes of temperature. The structure of ovum at ov- ovulation. The ovum that is said from the ovary is not fully mature. It is a secondary oocyte that is undergoing division to shed of the second polar body. At this stage, the ovum has the appearance illustrated in figure 3.21. Note that it is surrounded by the zona pellucida. Some cells of the corona radiata can be seen sticking to the outside of the zona pellucida. No nucleus is seen as the nuclear membrane has dissolved for the second meiotic division. A spindle is, however, present between the cell membrane or vitelline membrane and the zona pellucida. A distinct perivitelline space is seen.
the first polar body lies in this space note that the ovum is a very large cell and measures more than 100 to 120 micrometer in diameter in contrast most other cells of the body measures less than 10 micrometer one micrometer is one thousandth of a millimeter difference between spermatozoon and ovum are represented as i told earlier in my podcast structure of ovum at the time of evolution first polar body spindle for second neurotic division cells of corona radiata yona pellucida vitelline vitellus cytoplasm perivitelline space now Morning temperature and concentration of hormones FSH, LH, estrogen and progesterone during normal menstrual cycle. Ovulation, ovulation occurs because of LH or just before ovulation. Temperature gap shows fall in temperature at ovulation. From 1 to 28 day cycle we are seeing in this estrogen concentration maximum days before ovulation progesterone level increases to maximum in the secretory phase under influence of lh fsh lh occurs 24 to 36 hours before ovulation differences between male and female gametes diameter of spermatozoon is small 3 micrometer and ovum very large 120 micrometer length of spermatozoon is 16 16 Micrometer and ovum is small. Shape adapted for motility. Adapted to provide ample storage of nutrition for the embryo formed after fertilization. Motility highly motile, immotile. Cytoplasm very little, large amount. Chromosomal types spermatozoa are of two chromosomal types 22 plus X and 22 plus Y. All ova have 22 plus X chromosomes. Post ovulatory phases. Fate of the ovum. The ovum that is set from the ovary is closely embraced by the fabricated end of the uterine tube. The ovum is easily carried into the tube partially by the follicular fluid discharged from the follicle and partially by the activity of the ciliated cell leaning the tube. The ovum slowly travels through the tube towards the uterus, taking 3 to 4 days to do so. If sexual intercourse takes place at about this time, the spermatozoa deposited in the vagina swims into the uterus and into the ampulla of uterine tube. One of these spermatozoa may fertilize the ovum. If this happens, the fertilized ovum begins to develop into an embryo. The fertilized ovum travels to the uterus and gets implanted in its wall. On the other hand, if the ovum secondary oocyte is not fertilized, it dies in 12 to 24 hours. It passes through the uterus into the vagina and is discharged. Corpus luteum. The corpus luteum is an important structure. It mainly secretes the hormone progesterone, but also secretes some estrogen. The corpus luteum is formed by enlargement and transformation of follicular cells after shedding of ovum. The corpus luteum is derived from the ovarian follicles after the latter has ruptured to set the ovum. The corpus luteum is generally the granulosa cells which has released the secondary oocytes. The corpus luteum is derived from the ovarian follicle after the latter has ruptured to set the ovum. Set the ovum. When the follicle ruptures, its wall collapses and becomes folded. At this stage, the follicular cells are small and rounded. 
they now repeatedly enlarge as they increase in size their walls press against those of neighboring cells so that the cells acquire a polyhedral shape their cytoplasm becomes filled with a yellow pigment called lutein they are now called lutein cells the presence of this yellow pigment gives the structure a yellow color and that is why it is called the corpus luteum yellow body some cells of the theca interna also enlarge and contribute to the corpus luteum by becoming paraluteal cells the corpus luteum secretes progesterone which is essential for maintenance of pregnancy hypothalamus produ- produces releasing factor adenohypophysis produces lh and fsh fsh formation and maturation of ovarian follicles then comes ovulation lh formation of corpus luteum ovary estrogen produced repairs and proliferative phase progesterone produces secretory phase endometrium hormonal control of ovulation ovulation and uterine cycles this secretion has to be poured into the blood like secretions of endocrine glands all endocrine glands are richly supplied with blood vessels for this purpose the ovarian follicle itself has no blood vessels but the surrounding theca interna is full of them but the corpus luteum is forming blood vessels from the theca interna invade it and provide it with a rich supply of blood the subsequent fate of the corpus luteum depends on whether the ovum is fertilized or not if ovum is not fertilized the corpus luteum persists for about 14 days during this period it secretes progesterone it remains relatively small and is called the corpus luteum of menstruation at the end of its functional end it degenerates and forms a mass of fibrous tissue called the corpus albicans white body If ovum is fertilized the pregnancy results the corpus luteum persists for 3 to 4 months this is larger than the corpus luteum of menstruation and is called the corpus luteum of pregnancy the corpus luteum of pregnancy may occupy 1/3 to half of the total volume of the ovary the progesterone secreted by it is essential for maintenance of pregnancy in the first few months after the 4 month corpus luteum is now longer needed as the placenta begins to secrete progesterone degeneration of the corpus luteum is the early month of pregnancy is prevented by human chorionic gonadotropin secreted by the trophoblast cells of the developing embryo hcg is secreted by the trophoblast cells the series of changes that begin with the formation of an ovarian follicle and ends with the degeneration of the corpus luteum constitute what is called the ovarian cycle an ovarian cycle has an average duration of 28 days within ovulation occurring at a mid cycle that is on the 14th day primo fate of the ovarian follicles primordial follicles follicles that do not rupture degenerate ovum and granulosa cells disappear one follicle matures and sets an ovum cells of theca interna persist as the internal gland ruptured follicle becomes a corpus luteum corpus luteum degenerates and become corpus albicans interstitial gland degenerates and become corpus albicans phase of ovarian fate of ovarian follicles we have seen that in each ovarian cycle one follicle reaches maturity sets an ovum and become a corpus luteum at the same time several other follicles also begin to develop 
but do not reach maturity. It is interesting to note that contrary to what one might expect, these follicles do not persist in the next ovarian cycle but undergo degeneration. The ovum and granulosa cells of each follicle disappears. The cells of the theca interna, however, proliferate to form interstitial gland, also called corpora atrectica, singular corpora atrecticum. These glands are believed to secrete estrogens. Theca interna secretes estrogen. After a period of activity, each gland becomes a mass of scar tissue indistinguishable from the corpus albicans formed from the corpus luteum. Ovarian cycles and hormones. The changes taking place during the ovarian cycle are greatly influenced by certain hormones produced by the hypophysis cerebri. The hormones produced by theca interna and by the corpus luteum in turn influence other parts of the female reproductive system, notably the uterus, resulting in a cycle of changes referred to as uterine or menstrual cycle. Viability of gametes An ovum usually degenerates 24 hours after ovulation. However, at the most, it may survive for two days. Similarly, sperms usually degenerate 44, 48 hours after ejaculation, but may survive up to four days in female genital tract. Life period or viability of ovum is 24 hours and sperms is 48 hours. Clinical correlation. Abnormalities in the formation of gametes. Abnormalities of form. Spermatozoa may be too large giant or too small dwarf the head body or tail may be duplicated the ovum may have an unusual large nucleus or two nuclei two, two sites may be seen in one follicle chromosomal abnormalities the gametes may be abnormal in chromosome content as follows none disjunction during the first meiotic division, the two chromosomes of a pair instead of separating at anaphase may both go to the same pole. This is called non-disjunction. The resulting gamete has 24 chromosomes instead of normal 23. During second meiotic division, also non-disjunctions can take place. At fertilization by this gamete, the zygote will therefore have 47 chromosomes. There being three identical chromosomes instead of one of the normal pairs, this is called trisomy. Depending upon the particular chromosomes involved, various trisomy abnormalities are produced. Down syndrome, trisomy of chromosome 24 result in this condition. In this condition, the child has a broad face, obliquely placed palpable features, epicanthus, a furrowed lower lip, and a broad hand with a single transverse crease, usually. The patient are mentally retarded and has abnormalities of the heart. Extra sex chromosome. The presence of an extra X or Y chromosome can give rise to various syndromes associated with abnormal genital development, mental retardation and abnormal growth. Some of these are XXX abnormal female, XXY Kleinfelter syndrome, abnormal male, XYY abnormal male, in Kleinfelter syndrome, the subject is a male because of the presence of a Y chromosome. However, the testes are poorly developed, leading to sterility and gynecomastia, breast formation in males. Superfemales 
patient with XXX that is triple X chromosome shows two masses of sex chromatin in their cells and are sometimes referred to as super females. However, there is nothing super about them. In fact, their bodies show poor sexual development that is they are infantile and menstruation is scanty. Mental retardation is usual. Monosomy. When both chromosomes of a pair go to one gamete as described above, the other gamete resulting from the division has only 22 chromosomes instead of the normal 23. And at fertilization, the zygote has only 45 chromosomes. Hence, one pair is represented by a single chromosome. This is called monosomy. Turner's syndrome. The best known example of monosomy is a female with only one X chromosome, Turner's syndrome, or zero bar body. In this syndrome, the subject is always female because of absence of a Y chromosome. There is agencies of ovary. Associated deformities include mental retardation, skeletal abnormalities, and fold of skin on the sides of neck, webbed neck. Such anomalies may affect more than one pair of chromosomes alternatively one pair may be represented by more than three chromosomes when this happen with the sex chromosomes individual with the constitution xxxy or xxxxy or xxyy or xxxx may be produced triploidy sometimes a gamete may have the diploid number of chromosomes so that the zygote will have 46 plus 23 that is 69 chromosome this is called triploidy higher multiples of 23 may also seen such fetuses are generally born dead abnormalities in the process of crossing over can result in normal in a number of chromosomal abnormalities as follows translocation part of chromosome may get attached to a chromosome of a different pair Deletion. Part of a chromosome may be lost. Deletion. Cryo-chat syndrome. Duplication of genes. The two chromosomes of a pair may break at an equal distance. When each piece joins the opposite chromosome, one chromosome is longer than the normal and some of the genes are duplicated. The other chromosome will be shorter than normal, some genes being missing. Inversion. A piece separating from a chromosome may get inverted before joining the opposite chromosomes. Although the same genes are present, their sequence is disturbed. Isochromosomes We have seen that during cell division, the centromere splits longitudinally so that each chromatid becomes a separate chromosome. Sometimes the centromere splits transversely, producing two dissimilar chromosomes. One chromosome is made up of short arm of both chromatids while the other is made up of the long arm this is called isochromosomes mosaicism chromosomal errors of the type described above may also occur during segmentation of the ovum this results in a fetus having a mixtures of cells with normal and abnormal chromosomes this is called mosaicism such individuals may also show various abnormalities gene abnormality gene mutations genes are responsible for normal Embryological development, a change in the structure of a gene may occur at the time of gametogenesis. This may give rise to birth defects. The changes, the change in the structure or function of a gene is called gene mutation. At present, many birth defects are known which are caused by gene mutations.
menstrual cycle definition the term menstrual cycle is applied to cyclic changes that occur in the endometrium every month it is also called uterine cycle duration of blood flow the most obvious viable feature is a monthly blood flow of blood menstruation the duration of blood flow is 3 to 6 days length of cycle the length of the cycle is usually of 28 days and can vary from 28 to 40 days the first day of the bleeding is present cycle marks the beginning of the menstrual cycle ending of the cycle is the first day of the bleeding of the next cycle purpose the purpose of menstrual cycle is to prepare the endometrium for reception of fertilized ovum the layers in the wall of uterus and the constituents of endometrium were described in the early part of this chapter forecast changes in endometrium the main changes in the endometrium that are increased in thickness growth of uterine glands changes in epithelial cells lining the glands decrease in thickness and fluid content of the endometrial stroma just before onset of menstruation the blood supply to the superficial part of the endometrium is cut off this part is shed off and there is a bleeding the menstrual cycle is influenced by estrogen progesterone fsh and lh menstruation post menstruation proliferative and secretory proliferative phase is also called follicular phase under the influence of fsh and estrogen and secretory phase is also called luteal phase under the governance of progesterone phases of the menstruation menstrual cycle the menstrual cycle is divided into four phases on the basis of changes taking place in the endometrium post menstrual proliferative secretory and menstrual the changes during the post menstrual phases and during most of the proliferative phase takes place under the action of estrogen produced by developing follicles in the ovary and this period is referred to as follicular phase of the menstrual cycle the follicular phase constitutes the first half of the menstrual cycle following ovulation the corpus luteum is formed and starts secreting progesterone During the second half of the menstrual cycle this hormone along with estrogen produces striking changes in the endometrium as these changes takes place under the influence of the corpus luteum this half of the menstrual cycle is called luteal phase just before the onset of the next bleeding there is lowering of the level of both progesterone and estrogen and it is believed that this withdrawal leads to the onset of menstrual bleeding The division of the menstrual cycle in the phases mentioned above is however arbitrary. The changes are really continuous and may be summarized as follows. Increase in thickness of the endometrium. The endometrium progressively increases in thickness. In the postmenstrual phases, it is of 0.5 to 1 mm thick. In the proliferative phase, it is 2 to 3 mm thick. And in the secretory phase, its thickness reaches 5 to 7 mm. increase in dimensions of uterine glands the uterine glands grows in length at first they are destroyed but gradually become convoluted because of these convulsions the glands acquire a sawtooth appearance when seen in longitudinal sections the glands also also increase in diameter the most basal portion of the uterine gland however remain tubular and do not undergo these changes 
changes in epithelial lining of glands the epithelium lining the glands is at first viral during the proliferative stages it become columnar glycogen accumulates in the basal portion of the epithelial cells pushing the nuclear nucleus near the lumen during the secretory phase the apical part of the cell is set up as part of the secretion the cell again become cuboidal but the ages age towards the lumen become irregular postmenstrual phase during the postmenstrual phase the cells of the stroma are uniformly distributed and are completely arranged compactly arranged proliferative phase the endometrium increases in thickness the superficial part of the stroma remains compact but the part surrounding the body of the uterine glands become spongy the deepest part of the stroma also remains compact the arteries of the endometrium are small to begin with the they grow in length during the proliferative phase the stroma can therefore be divided into the following three layers from periphery to the lumen stratum basale thin and has a separate blood supply stratum spongiosum thick and endometrous stratum compactum thin and contains compact stroma stratum basale stratum spongiosum and stratum compactum the stratum compactum and the spongiosum together are called functional zone as these layers are sloughed off during menstruation the basal layer is retained and is the regenerative zone from which generation of endometrial occurs secretory phase during the secretory phase there these three layers becomes better defined the endometrium becomes soft and endometrous because of the fluid secreted by the uterine gland during the secretory phase the arterial supply the superficial tissue of the endometrium become very tortuous and are called spiral arteries the arteries to the basal part of the endometrium which does not participate in changes associated with the menstrual cycle remain straight and soft towards the end of the secretory phase the endometrium is thick soft and richly supplied with blood the secretory activity of the uterine gland not only makes the endometrium soft but also provide nutrition to the endometrium these changes are therefore an obvious preparation for providing a suitable environment for fertilized ovum when it reaches the uterus menstrual phase in the absence of pregnancy however these measures are aborted the superficial part of the thickened endometrium stratum compactum stratum spongiosum are set off and this accompanied by menstrual bleeding menstrual menstrual bleeding can causes the endometrium to shed off bit by bit and the blood along with threads of endometrium flows out through the vagina at the end of menstruation the endometrium that remains is only 0.5 mm thick it consists of a stratum basale along with the basal portion of the uterine gland the epithelium of these glands repeatedly proliferate and forms the lining epithelium the endometrial changes associated with the menstrual cycle are confined to the body of the uterus the cervical mucus is not affected the mechanism for onset of menstrual bleeding is as follows constriction of the spiral arteries and ischemia of the superficial part of the endometrium a few hours before the onset of menstrual bleeding the spiral arteries get constricted so that blood supply to superficial part of the endometrium is cut off 
The ischemia leads to the degeneration of the endometrium and also damages the wall of the blood vessels themselves. Relaxation of the spiral arteries and leaking of the blood. Subsequently, when the spiral arteries relax and blood again flows into the endometrium, it leaks out through the damaged blood vessels. This leaking blood is responsible for a gradual shedding of endometrium. Time of ovulation in relation to menstruation. In a 28-day menstrual cycle, ovulation takes place at about the middle of the cycle. The period between ovulation and the next menstrual bleeding is constant at about 14 days. But the time of ovulation does not have a constant relationship with the preceding menstruation. This is so because the length of the menstrual cycle may vary from month to month in an individual. Hence, it is difficult to predict the date of the next ovulation from the date of menstruation unless the woman has very regular menstrual periods. There are many methods of finding out the exact time of ovulation, but the one commonly used is the temperature method. In this technique, the woman's temperature is recorded every morning. When these temperatures are plotted on a graph, we get a curve that, like that soon earlier. The temperature is low during actual menstruation. Subsequently, it rises at about the middle of the cycle. There is sudden fall in temperature followed by a rise. This rise is believed to indicate the ovulation has occurred. Day 10 to day 17 is the pregnancy period. The importance of determining the time of ovulation and safe period. When pregnancy is not desired after ovulation, the ovum is viable that is can be fertilized for not more than two days. Spermatozoa introduced into the vagina die within four days. Therefore, fertilization can occur only if intercourse takes place during the period between fourth day before ovulation and two days after ovulation. The remaining days have been regarded as safe period as far as prevention of pregnancy is concerned. This forms the basis of the so-called rhythmic method of family planning, where pregnancy is desired. Knowledge regarding the time of ovulation is also important in case of sterility, difficulty in having children, where the couple can be advised to have intercourse during the day most favorable for conception. Correlation between ovarian and uterine cycle. The ovarian and uterine cycles run parallel to each other. Both are 28 days duration. The uterine cycle is dependent on ovarian cycle. The menstrual cycle is also divided into follicular phase in which changes are produced mainly by estrogens and the neutral phase in which the effects of progesterone predominate in correlation with ovarian follicular development. The uterine cycle is dependent on ovarian cycle. The uterine endometrium shows cyclic changes which are dependent on the hormones secreted by developing ovarian follicles and corpus luteum of the ovary. Hormonal control of ovarian and uterine cycles. These cycles are under the control of various hormones which can be briefly summarized as follows. The hypothalamus acts as a major center for control of reproduction. It secretes gonadotropin releasing hormone GnRH, which in turn controls the secretion of gonadotropin hormone from the anterior pituitary gland adenohypophysis. There are two gonadotropin hormones, they are the FSH and LH. In the first half of the menstrual cycle, the GnRH acts on the anterior pituitary to release FSH. 
Glyphosate is packed on the ovary and stimulates the formation and maturation of ovarian follicles. The maturing ovarian follicles now start secreting estrogens. The repair and proliferation of endometrium takes place under the influence of estrogens. The endometrial stroma progressively thickens the gland in it, elongate, and the spiral arteries begins to grow towards the surface epithelium. The level of estrogen rises to a peak about two days before ovulation. Ovulation it leads to sudden increase in the level of LH secreted by the anterior pituitary LH surge about 24. 24 to 36 hours before ovulation. The LH surge leads to ovulation and the graphene follicle is transformed to the corpus luteum. The LH stimulates secretion of progesterone by the corpus luteum. Though the secretion of progesterone predominates, but estrogen is also produced. The combined action of estrogen and progesterone stimulates the endometrial gland to secrete glycogen-rich matured material. If fertilization does not take place or does not occur, the granulosa cells produce the protein inhibin which acts on the anterior pituitary and inhibits the secretion of gonadotropins that is LH and FSH. This leads to regression of the corpus luteum. Due to regression of the corpus luteum, there is fall in the blood level of estrogen and progesterone. The withdrawal of these hormones causes the endometrial to regress and triggers the onset of menstruation. If fertilization occurs, the corpus luteum does not regress. It continues to secrete progesterone and estrogen. The secretory phase of endometrium continues and menstruation does not occur. Diagram showing correlation between ovarian and uterine cycles. 0, 4, 14, and 18 and 28 days. Ovarian cycle developing follicles, mature follicle, ovulation, corpus luteum, degenerating corpus luteum. Menstrual phase, follicular phase, postmenstrual and proliferative phase, secretory or luteal phase. Molecular and genetic basis of gametogenesis. During oogenesis, the number of layers of granulosa cells increase, leading to formation of theca interna. The oocytes accumulate mRNA molecules that are important for embryogenesis and for formation of zona pellucida. Proliferation of granulosa cells is mediated by growth differentiation factor 9, a membrane of TGF family. Clinical correlation Use of hormones in initiation of ovulation. Women of reproductive age with an ovulatory cycle requires hormonal treatment for treating the inability to conceive in absence of other regions for infertility. Inability to conceive. The ovulation is induced by hormone chorionic, human chorionic gonadotropin FCG and colmiphene that suppresses negative feedback of estrogen on adenohypophysis and stimulates release of FSH and LHs that induce follicle maturation and ovulation. ovulation. Use of hormones for contraception or suppression of ovulation. Ovulation in a woman and by corollary pregnancy can be prevented by administration of contraceptive pills. The most important ingredient of such pills are progestins in the form of synthetic compound. Better results are obtained when a small amount of estrogen is also given. In the most common varieties of pill distributed by government agencies in India, the pro progestin is not 
ethylsterone acetate 1 mg and the estrogen is in the form of estradiol 50 microgram the pills are distributed in packets each packet contains 28 pills out of which 21 pills contain these hormones and 7 pills does not for use in the last 7 days the use of pills is started 5 days after onset of menstruation these are taken continuously without any break as long as contraception is required is desired normal menstruation occurs during the 7 days in which pills without hormones are being taken the pills are taken regularly there is a regular menstrual cycle of 28 days duration presence of progesterone in the pre ovulatory phase prevents occurrence of uh, ovulation This is because the progesterone is the pill prevents the secretion of FSH and LH by the pituitary this interferes with the menstruation of the follicles and ovulation stopping of the pills reduces level of these hormones in blood it is this withdrawal that leads to menstrual bleeding such pills have almost 100% success in suppressing menstruation of follicle and ovulation thank you this is all about this podcast see you soon